Welcome to the Grace Church Conversations podcast, a weekly resource to help you apply Sunday to Monday. I'm Jared. And I'm Craig. It's raining outside. It is. And it's chilly. Yeah. And it just, it you know, it just takes me back to my very own motherland, Cleveland. Cleveland. Where yes. it's chilly and it rains sometimes. Rock I mean, it's, it's not like the Rock Seattle. and Roll Hall of Fame is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that and... Um, the Cleveland Indians. The Indians, that's true. Uh, the Cavs, yes. they're there. The uh, Great Lakes Science Center. Oh. The Cleveland <laughs> Museum of Art. The Great Lakes. I'm sorry, I shouldn't, I shouldn't mock the Great Lakes Science Center, but just to start, I just you know, wouldn't, wouldn't have thought of that with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the and the Cavs. No. But okay. It's, it's not like some world-renowned thing. Uh, honestly, Cleveland has some cool stuff. It does. They've got it's great just, museums. But it's got, just cold. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. And is it like this, rainy? No. Okay. I mean, it, sometimes. Uh, it, it certainly not like Seattle level no. level of raining or anything like that. Hey, it, it rains more than you know there than it does here. But yeah, uh, hey, it didn't rain on Sunday. That's true. It didn't. We had rain before and after, but that was the picnic. It was nice too. And th- we were standing there going, "This is unbelievable." It was like high seventies, mm-hmm. sunny. There was there was a decent breeze, mm-hmm. but what a day! It's like the sun itself came down to celebrate to 14 celebrate, years. Yes, 14 years. And yeah. here's something that stood out to me at the picnic, and that was you, my friend. Oh, man. Traveling around the picnic yeah. grounds, camera hanging off your, I don't know, neck, or is attached somewhere to your torso? I don't know. But well, you had a camera yeah, yeah. <laughs> that had movable parts and separate screens, and it was yeah. video. kind of looked like a still, but it was video, and it looked very professional. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it was, I had the camera mounted on a handheld gimbal, which helps when you're shooting video for the camera to stay steady yes. you know, when you're walking around and moving and stuff. A gimbal. It's, it's, I mean, it's just, it's basically the future. The yeah. future is now. Could I say you looked quite <laughs> nimble using the nimble. gimbal? <laughs> um, Thank you for that. <laughs> but okay, but here's why I want to draw attention to that. So yeah. if you were at the 14-year anniversary church picnic, which I, I hope you were, we had a great time. If you mm-hmm. were there... Uh, and you noticed, Jared, I want to say why he was, I want to explain why he was doing that. And that is because, um, I don't know when it was in the summer, maybe August, sometime we sent out a thing to the whole church and said, if you'd like to apply for a new uh, sort of part-time role where there's a stipend, it kind of the agreement is you give a lot of time and, and you get a little bit of money. <laughs> uh, but if you would like to apply, stipend means you, you're going to work your tail off and hardly get paid for it. That's what the word stipend officially means. But anyway, we said we have a part-time position um, and it is for director of communications. And if you'd like to apply, apply. And people applied. There was interviews, et cetera. And you were hired, Jared. So Jared is our kind of director of communications. He was already our podcast guru. But what you weren't, what what the church had not experienced was uh, you and your gimbal ah. and, and your camera and, and, my and, and all that. And we still haven't seen the video. I don't know if it's <laughs> going to be good, but no, he has, you have video experience yes. and uh, various, various kinds of experiences. And uh, yeah. so anyway, he'll be doing that kind of stuff for us and. Um, he already, already does this, but there'll be new things coming out uh, over the next months. You're just kind of starting out Mm -hmm. right now, but the kind of the goal was to take, uh, various parts of our messaging in the life of the church, which our messaging is ultimately the gospel, obviously, but take 
um, aspects of the life of the church and capture them uh, so that they can be shared. Yeah, and something like sure. this, you came up with this whole idea, but the idea here, as I remember, was that the sermon, we could add some shelf life to it so mm-hmm. that it, we could talk about it during the week and give people a way to engage with the material and, uh, you know, talk about things related to the mm-hmm. sermon. Yeah. Um, but this could happen in other ways as well, via video, social media, so where we can take yeah. what's happening in the church and then be able to share that broadly mm-hmm. with folks a little bit more yeah. and let them know about what's going on. Yeah. And uh, I think a really cool aspect of it, too, for, for our church is just, you know, every person who comes to this church, we're there on Sundays, but then there's various other aspects of church life that yeah. some people are involved over here, some people are involved over there. And so the more we can kind of capture what's happening in these various places of ministry within the church uh-huh. and then showcase that, I mean, that's a way of connecting all of us together, um, you know, as a church body. And, you know, maybe you're maybe you're an older person and you don't really know a lot about what happens in student ministry. Well, we're going to put some some, yeah. some video in front of you, help you see what's going on, help you feel connected to that. Uh, and same with other other ways as well. So I think it's exciting from that aspect as well. Yeah. The community and uh, yeah, capturing some of the stories that, that, that are taking place in the church and how God is moving. Mm. So. Yeah, and I think we have some ideas to capture some other, be able to use interview and some things mm-hmm. like that um, as a way. Uh, when I say interview, I think maybe testimonial kind of things yeah. where someone can share their experience yeah. and uh, that could be really encouraging yeah, uh, to the so. church as well. So we mm-hmm. ha- we've done some of that and what we've we've had some folks volunteer in the church and do that and, and done really well. We've had some good stuff historically. Yeah. It's just been, everybody's busy. So it's oh, kind sure. of far and few between what mm-hmm. we've been able to do. So hopefully now that you can set aside a, a bit of time, obviously you still keep in your day job and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, this is something to that you'll be doing a little bit on the side to help us out as a church. And yeah. uh, in addition to your wonderful work on the podcast. Oh, thank you. And uh, so now, hey, now that you've got that cool camera, we'll video in here. And we've talked about the room. We've mm-hmm. talked about the podcast. Maybe at some point yeah. we could have a little video. People could just see. It's one thing to hear the magic. Yeah, it's But true. to observe the magic. Well, yeah, that that's absolutely true. And, it, you know, it's one thing to watch us record and everything. It's another thing to just gaze upon the room itself. And, it is. And, you yeah. know, we've talked about, you know, we have the, the, you know, everyone can listen to this, but, sure. but only our subscribers will be able to, our, our monthly, <laughs> yes. uh, what, what, what do we call them? Our, our partners, our, our podcast, the people who fund this and make it happen. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody funding and ain't much happening. Uh, but yeah, so, so we will, we do look forward to, who knows, there may be all kinds of surprises uh, yeah. coming down the road to that we'll just uh, expand our communication repertoire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so going to be fun. I'm excited I'm about it. To it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Th- I'm glad you're doing it. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, it was, it was fun. Back to the picnic. It was a fun time just to be out there. The weather was great, but the yeah, main thing was just being with folks and. Um, you know, I was just able to hang and talk to some people that have been around since the beginning of the mm-hmm. church and yeah. others who were really brand new. You know, this is the first time they've ever come to a, maybe a non-Sunday morning kind of event. Yeah. And so it was wonderful to uh, to be together and run around and eat and yeah. It was just a, it was a memorable time. So did you get good footage? Do you feel like, uh, yeah. have you looked at what you got? you mm-hmm. feel like you got good yeah, stuff? Yeah, I feel like I got a lot of good stuff. Um, part of it's still just kind of, you know, getting back into the routine with, right. with, uh, with it. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about doing that more. And, uh, it's, it's, I think it's going to be really helpful for the future when we're, we're trying to just kind of look back over the year and just yeah. see everything. And I think it's gonna be cool to, 
just see everything we're able to capture. It's going to yeah, be fun. Yeah, that's great. So, well, keep your eye open. Some video could be coming, maybe even of your favorite podcast. Ooh, that's true. This one. <laughs> that would be great. I've got, be. I've got a face for radio, not for video. So, But you're so compelling. Did you know I wanted to be in radio? I, I heard your voice and I assumed that that <clears throat> must have been a possibility for well, you. Well, I, I don't, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know about that, but I, you I, have a broadcast. I, well, voice. I kind of have a deep voice. Yeah, I'll grant yeah. you that. Yeah. Well, in fourth grade, not very many people know this, including my wife, my wife might not even know this, but in fourth grade, they had dress up for what you want to be when you grow up day. I, I'm sure it was phrased a bit more succinctly, but that was the idea. So yeah. what do you want to be when you grow up? You come dressed as that to school. Mm-hmm. I came as a, not like a cool, when I say DJ, I don't, I don't mean hip hop, cool DJ. I, I mean like a radio a person. That's what I came as. I had headphones wow. and I forget what else I had. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> in fourth grade, you would never clear your throat like that if you're a real DJ, but uh, in fourth grade, <laughs> My dream was to be on the radio. And then I did, I did college radio a little bit when I was in college, but never did it again until you invited me to do a podcast. Hey, that's awesome, man. Well, I'm glad it's never too late to fulfill your dreams, children. You know, you said, uh, you kind of dressed up as a DJ, but not like a cool DJ. (laughs) Not a cool DJ. Not at all. It made me think of, uh, when I was younger. (laughs) Do you know who he is? (laughs) Yes, I do. It was was more of a Casey Kasem as opposed to, uh. I don't, I don't know who a cool DJ so is. So back in Ohio, in Cleveland, there's this place called the Roll Arena. And this oh, is, it's, you, you've you got go a DJ there. background too? No, no, no. Oh. No, just listen. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's, Sorry. So it's a, it's like a skate arena, you know, indoor skate I, I picked thing. that up, yeah. And uh, in the corner, they would have a DJ, and he wasn't very cool either. So, I mean, maybe you're dressed up as him. Your whole know. story was that to tell me that at your <laughs> middle school roller rink, there was an uncool DJ? There was an uncool DJ. Okay. And he'd say, I take requests, and then <laughs> you would tell him what you want to listen to, and then he wouldn't do it. So Is that right? Yeah, so he was uncool for that. You know, I'm realizing that you dressing up as a DJ, that story about you, is dredging up a lot of anger yeah, from uh, my... Oh, I need I'm sorry. counseling. I'm going to go sorry. talk to Caleb. No, I'm sorry. Don't really do that. <laughs> we, well, carry on. Oh, man, carry that's on. good. Well, uh, thank you for um, for agreeing to be here again for another podcast. Well, we got one question this weekend, and, uh, and I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and read it for you. Yeah, we'll answer it. Here we go. My question centers on the reference to 2 Timothy 3.16 during this week's sermon. If the word of God is breathed out by God and the gospel is the good news of Jesus, then why are there so many different denominations out there? Shouldn't there be less denominations or is the reason for, uh, or is the reason for them because man interprets God's word differently? Sorry if my question is naive. I just have always wondered about that. That is not wow. naive. That's no, a really great question. That's not naive. That's actually, <clears throat> this person asks this, I'm assuming, um, as an insider, meaning like a person who's a part of a church, our church or another, um, yeah. you know, another. Um, but that's actually a really common critique of the church as well. Hey, if you if what you're saying is true, why can't everybody agree? Now, again, yeah. this person's not raising it with that spirit, but that, that's a, I think it's a fair question. I think it's a fair critique as well. So uh, the person, he or she is right. We did read, it wasn't our main text, but we referred to 2 Timothy 3, 16, the word is God breathed, which we're talking about it. It's inspiration, it's authority, that it's a message from God. But saying that God's word is perfect, it is breathed out by him, and saying that uh, is not saying that the interpreters uh, are perfect for sure. Um, so there, there are um, 
the the gospel is is true, the word of God is true, but people read the scripture well-meaning Christian people and come to different conclusions. So there are differences, but we can say if you look at what we would call orthodox Christianity, there are not differences on the big the big ideas mm-hmm. of scripture, you know, the trinity, there're not differences on that. Yeah. They're not uh, in the bound in in the fence mm-hmm. with the fence of orthodoxy yeah, yeah. inside that fence. Uh, there are not different views on is Jesus God and yeah. man. There aren't different views on Jesus dies as a substitute for our sins and is raised. There aren't mm-hmm. different views on the general purpose of the church. Right. Um, so, you know, when you really get down to the... Um, the crux, the most important parts of Christianity, I would say there are not different views. It is usually on secondary issues that there are differing uh, views. And so the Protestant church, unlike the Roman Catholic church, the Roman Catholic church is together um, because in the Roman Catholic church, you know, it's more of a hierarchical structure um, where the church can sort of, where the church defines the doctrine um, and to be part of uh, as they would believe, you know, the one true church, then you submit to the church's teaching. Um, if you're going to be a part of the church, you accept the authority uh, of the church in that way. Protestants view the scripture as authoritative and not the church or tradition. So what happens in the Protestant church is over the history of time, people have come to different conclusions on secondary issues. And from there, oftentimes denominations, groups of churches have been birthed. So there wouldn't be Mm. differences, like I was saying, on orthodox views, but on secondary views. So one would be like baptism, for instance. So if you're Baptist, um, which we are, we're not part of a a formally a part of a Baptist denomination, but we we fall under that heading because we believe in baptizing believers. Mm -hmm. But if you believe in baptizing believers as opposed to baptizing infants, most churches aren't going to do both. You're going to have to pick yeah. a team. Yeah. Are we team pedo baptism or team credo baptism? Baptize mm-hmm. you know uh, infants or baptize uh, only believers. So um, the church had here. I mean, this is one of the sacraments or one of the ordinances of the church. You got to make a call on this. How, yeah, who's in sure. the church? What do we? How do we view? How do we understand baptism? That sort of thing. And so churches have not been in you know, uh, have not been able to function together as one church on issues like that. Another one might be something like churches, but it's a secondary matter. There are, there are godly Christians who believe each of those. So it's not, doesn't, it's not inside outside. Right. Um, it's, can we agree? Another one would be church government. Yeah. You know, some churches say we, you have to figure out how are we going to make decisions? How are we going to be led as a church? Some churches are congregational. So the congregation, um, is in essence the highest authority under God for decision making. Some are uh, Episcopal, which means it's more of a hierarchical structure for decision making. Some are Presbyterian, which is elder led and, yeah. and, and um, elder governed. So there are differing ways, but you can't have all of those. Right. You can't say, hey, we, yeah, we just do them all or we do nothing. You know, that doesn't, that doesn't yeah. last. Um, so in something like that, people have had to make a decision and have had to join uh, together. So in other times, God's word is perfect and we're not. And uh, there is a rift. You know, there are people that get mad at each other and for sinful reasons go off and start their own deal. We, yeah. We're mad at 
this guy, brother so-and-so did that and we don't like it and we're going down the street or this guy did yeah. that, you know? You know? So oh, sometimes for sure. it's for sin. Sometimes it's a really good critique. Why can't you guys get along? Why don't yeah. you act like Jesus and love others? Mm-hmm. So sometimes there's too many denominations because God's people don't act like him. Yeah. Um, but other times there are the perfect word of God. We read it and we're imperfect people. We come to different conclusions on secondary matters and people think on those secondary matters that... Um, you know, that we're going to need to be together and probably can't be with someone else. And that's not, that doesn't mean that that doesn't have to be a poor testimony about Christ um, at all. um, If we can't, can't agree like that. So this is a great question. It may come out of Sunday morning. It it could be a reference to our members meeting Saturday night as well. I'm not sure, but I think it's really a good, a good question. And um, um, I, I think it's really something we should think about. And I guess the last point I'd like to make on this one is that I think to say that because someone's not in the denomination with someone else doesn't mean that we lack unity. There's a difference yeah. in uniformity and unity. So we can have um, and should have unity and fellowship with anybody that believes in Jesus Christ as Lord. You know, if you're if, if anyone who believes the word of God and believes in, in Christ as Lord, we should be able to have you know, fellowship together, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and, and it doesn't, and, and, you know, the lines are not our view of baptism, our view of spiritual gifts, our view of uh, something like this. The line is uh, orthodoxy, the Nicene Creed, mm-hmm. the Apostles' Creed. Yeah. Somebody who believes those things and believes that, you know, believes in the, in the message of the gospel uh, that's in the bounds of orthodoxy, then we should be able to have fellowship with mm-hmm. them. And there should be a unity of heart, even if we're not a member of the same local congregation. Yeah. I think that's important to point out as well. Yeah, I think that's really good. Um, I, I do think it's important, like, you, like you've stated, you know, there's a difference between, you know, primary issues and secondary mm-hmm. issues. Uh, you know, the primary issues, like you listed, those are reasons to say, you know, th- these are the things that by which you're saved, by exactly. which you, you belong to the church. Um, but then the secondary issues, you know, that's not to say secondary issues aren't important. They are important. And that's why, you know, on issues like baptism, sure. we've decided to, to do ministry apart sure. from, you know, yeah. but we would still call a Presbyterian a brother. You know, we have, I, I have friends who are Presbyterians. And, sure. You know, they're, they're great. They, uh, you know, we believe all the same primary things. Absolutely. So I just heard the rain just start. I am looking out the window. Is that coming through your mic? I'm looking out the window. It is a downpour. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell if it's coming through my mic into my headphones or if I just hear it through my head. I don't know, but friends, it is, it is right. This is not a live broadcast, so we can't give a, yeah. In my fourth grade years, I would like to have given a traffic report or something oh, right really? now live yeah, on the radio, you, you know, just being a DJ. Oh, for all. sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, you're exactly right. So I, I, when I think about my reading diet, I read, um, I read all the time from, uh, well, I read people that aren't Christians, um, mm-hmm. but I read uh, people, my doctrinal stuff I read. I read all the time from people who uh, don't have the same views I do on a yeah. number of things. Baptism's one. I probably own more books by uh, people who have a different view of baptism than I do than people who share my view. It's possible anyway. At least my historic books are, yeah. you know, uh, at least my older books, probably that's the case, may not be the current. And um but I, but I read, uh, I'm not a cessationist, but I read books by cessationists. Yeah. I read books by people who have different view of congregational, I mean, have different view of gov- church government, maybe mm-hmm. congregational or Episcopal. Yeah. Um, I, I spent a whole summer, you know, this summer I spent a week learning almost exclusively from Anglicans when I was in Oxford. It's yeah. fantastic. So I, I want to be able to learn from anyone who, um, 
uh, who is a, is a believing Christian. And I want to learn from those who aren't as well. I, they don't have to be a Christian for me to learn from them, but I, yeah. I may not want to learn my doctrine from them, but I, I right. want to learn the Bible from people who are uh, Christians. And one of the things I haven't talked about this much in the church, but I'm going to talk about this during this ministry year. Um, and one is uh, just just something that's super encouraging to me, Jared. Uh, and that is there is a good unity among a number of pastors in our city. And uh, I'm part of a group, I actually have a, really a privilege of coordinating the group of um, uh, pastors in Frisco that mm. we, we meet together monthly. Yeah. And uh, they are guys who... Um, we don't agree on all kinds of stuff, but they're all evangelical gospel. They're gospel yeah. guys. They're Bible Bible guys. You know, uh, they love the Lord. Everyone loves the Lord, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them are from very large churches. Yeah, and some of them are from small new church plants. Yeah. So there's a variety of church. Their worship styles are different. Our, our worship styles are different. Our, um, you know, maybe our outreaches are different. Very various. Um, Various, uh, we, we're in different tribes, so to speak, sort of sub-tribes, all in the evangelical broad tribe. But uh, but anyway, but there's such a unity of being together. Uh, we share a meal together. Um, we share what's going on in our church. We pray for one another. Uh, we get guys can come in and unload the burdens that they're carrying or just share yeah. some creative thing they've learned. Uh, we share what we're reading. To, hey, what are you learning? So we, we're kind of... Uh, iron sharpening iron in various ways. It's one of the highlights of my month is being together with people that that are Christian and don't think uh, like like uh, I do on all yeah. things, but w- think exactly alike on what matters most, who yeah. is Jesus and the gospel. So we, we have tons of uh, common you know commonality, but uh, in in Christ we're mm-hmm. we're we're one. You know, but it's it's something that and it's it's a it's a sign of I think God's favor on our city that numbers of uh, you know. Um, Shepherds in the city would want to be together and would be for one another. That's the yeah. beautiful thing. You feel guys carrying one another's burden, and we're, we're for your church and rejoicing when something great happens at one of our churches, and then really being burdened and praying when some church or some pastor is going through a hard time. And yeah. um, so that's something I get to be a part of. That that where I would say we're not uniform across the board. Um, some of us might not be a member of one another's church. I mean, we, we could be because they're all Christian, but it might not be the first church we had. Those guys may not would be a member of our church or I don't know. Yeah. That's not the question. The question is, do we have Christ in common and uh, do we do we have a, un- a unity without a uniformity? And uh, I just I pray that that happens more and more in our city, that there's mm-hmm. greater unity in the church, because I think that's a sign of God's favor on a city. Mm-hmm. I think it's a I, I think it's you know, I'm not making predictions here or anything like that, but I think it's the kind of thing that happens when the Lord does a movement, when the Lord does a brings a renewal to an mm-hmm. area or a city is oftentimes there becomes a unity among the believers. And uh, I think that's super important. Yeah. Um, and in our day as well, you know, it's the, the church needs to, we need to have one another's back and stand together uh, and care for one another, I think. So anyway, there's a small thing that, that goes to what he's saying. I'm not in the same church or denomination with all the uh, these guys I'm friends with, but I am in the same body of Christ, but we do have unity. We would say, yeah, there's a, there's a profound unity. So to the person's question, just because there's different denominations doesn't mean that there's a disintegration or a disunity among Protestants. It just means on some secondary issues, we see things differently. And historically, some people couldn't get along maybe as well. That can can be part of it as well, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's helpful. Uh, Really helpful. 
um, definitely answers the question. And, you know, I'm glad that we could answer a question like this that um, maybe isn't super duper directly connected to, you know, you know what we were talking about. But uh, it's meaningful. And I think a lot of people wonder about this. You know, sure. it's an important question to ask. So thank you for that. Yes. Uh, we've got a few minutes and I just thought, you know, since it's the 14 year anniversary of Grace Church, okay. I would ask you a question or two. Okay. And I'm leaning in somewhat nervous. Mm. No, no, no. They're good. They're these good. are not practiced. The, no, Actually, not. almost nothing we do is practiced. That's right. You, even the intro, which is obvious, probably we just kind of jump in. The <laughs> questions we know them, but we yes. haven't talked about. Them yeah, we just kind of wing it. Okay, so a couple questions to you. First off, was it always going to be called Grace Church? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, actually came from a grace church. Uh, so you so stole it. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think we wanted something that was uh, brief, uh, that would be easy, mm-hmm. uh, that wasn't cumbersome, uh, something that would, uh, would obviously um, be a name that would be meaningful to a Christian, but could also be uh, with you know, without all the theological import, could also be meaningful to someone who does not identify as Christian. I mean, yeah. the idea of gracious or uh, grace—that's a positive idea. Mm-hmm. It's a bibl- it's one of the most beautiful biblical concepts, and it's a way for us to focus on the gospel through our name without saying gospel church. But it's it, grace is uh, representative of the gospel. So I think that's what we thought. Something something brief. Something. Um, that communicates a biblical value, but not not a biblical value that is so foreign uh, to the modern culture that yeah. it doesn't relate, and a word that would stand the test of time. You, I just we thought, hey, we're not going to nobody's going to have to come back a decade later or two decades later and change the name of the church unless they want to. But yeah. you're, you're not going to go, whoa, that that was you know uh, like <laughs> '70s shag carpet. It yeah. just you, we know when you named your church, oh, uh, it's not good. like that. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it wasn't something that was just seasonal. Yeah. That's good. Uh, that, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Um, how about this? As you and your family were moving here, cause you were in San Diego before this, right? Correct. As you were moving here, maybe, you know, what were some expectations that you had and were, were there any surprises once you got here? Cause I, w- I would just think like, there's a lot of anticipation with yeah. moving like that. There's yeah. a lot of, you know, maybe things you're hoping for, uh, things don't always go right. according to plan. So I'm just curious, you know, is there anything you could share along those lines with us? Well, in many ways it, it, so much of it went better than, than planned. I, mm-hmm. it was the second plant I'd participated in. I think I shared this in a sermon. I can't remember how long ago, but, um, we were, uh, we planted in San Diego and that went worse than planned in the sense where well, we knew we didn't have much of a team, but it was really a slow go early on. It was great. It was yeah. a lot. It was, the Lord was with us when I say worse, but it wasn't, um, you know, we, it was, it was a challenge because mm. we had a lack of a team here. We had a very strong team. And so in many ways I had an expectation, wow, you can kind of see what the Lord's putting together by drawing people together. So you think, okay, this maybe hopefully this will be good. You yeah. know, the Lord's really going to do something wonderful here. Uh, so I think we, but there was plenty of things that have not gone as expected. I mean, we looked at uh, you know, we tried to make an informed, prayerful decision on where to land. So yeah. the informed part was we looked at demographics and we wanted to go somewhere that was not established. 
Obviously, some people should go to established areas. Obviously, some people should are called to go to areas that are deteriorating and sh- shrinking communities yeah. as well. Um, but we wanted to go somewhere where people weren't, and where people were coming so that we'd be there when they landed to be able to reach out to That's them good. with the gospel. So that was part of the idea. Let's go somewhere where it's projected people are coming. Yeah. Because people will come, they don't have relationships, they don't mm-hmm. know people. Yeah. And it's an opportunity to reach out to people relationally and say, you know, hey, uh, you're new. Maybe you're looking for it. To, to, it's an opportunity to, to, to befriend people. And yeah, reach absolutely. Out so, um, I don't think we had any idea Frisco would become what it is. Though. Yeah. I mean, this, it's insane oh, to, be, to sure. be what it is, the kind of growth, the kind of development and the kind of national spotlight. This city yeah. did not have the national spotlight when we moved here, but to have yeah. the Cowboys and the PGA and the fastest growing this and the right. happiest this, the yeah. best place to raise an, uh, an athlete and the best this, the best that. All the kind of things that are in the... Um, the Frisco, uh, you know, marketing brochure. We didn't know all that. Yeah. And so that's been really surprising to us. And the other thing, which is so great, I'll just say this. I hadn't thought about any of this stuff before you're asking, but one of the disappointments of leaving California and, uh, for my kids as well, we grew up in, uh, our, our family always lived in more, um, you know, more multi-ethnic kind mm. of city. It's yeah. Southern California. So our church there wouldn't have been, I mean, it wasn't the United Nations or anything like that. It, sure. was, it was predominantly uh, Anglo for sure. But uh, the, commu- the, the, the area was diverse. And so if you go to the mall, it's diverse. And we love that. Or if you go to, and you got neighbors from different backgrounds. Yeah. And we love that. We came here and there was a, a lack of diversity when we moved here. And it just felt very, that didn't feel great. I didn't like yeah. that at all. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, you go, to, you go to the mall now versus when we first moved here, very different. It's very yeah. international. People from all yeah. over the world. We've got, I mean, when we moved here, it was just, you know, you know, a few churches or whatever, but now there's a, a mosque, uh, and a Hindu temple. I mean, it is a, it is like a, you know, an international place. It is yes. a diverse religious place. So we, that's what we lived in, in California. And that's, we didn't want, uh, just sort of to live in a community that was, um, sort of homogeneous where everybody mm-hmm. is just, is the same. So that we didn't, I did not expect the city would look like it does now from a, um, demographic uh, point of view. I wish it was a little bit more socioeconomically diverse. It's yeah. very expensive to live here. Yeah. We didn't expect that either. But uh, but that's been a really great surprise to live in a city where there are, um, you know, a, a more um, sort of multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-religious. Yeah. Obviously, I have to say this, I'm misunderstood. I, I'm exclusivistic. I believe Jesus is the way. Yes. Jesus, you know, obviously yes, I say that, but I don't want to live uh, in an environment where everybody just thinks the same. I think it's yeah. healthy for our faith and for the, and that's how, it's where the gospel went in the New Testament. Yeah, as we're for reading sure. Thessalonians, yeah. where you left all your idols and came to Christ. It, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't. That's l- like, uh, you know, if it wasn't diverse, that's like planting a church in a Christian community. Exactly. Like, you know, we need to go plant a church in, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, we got asked that, Jared. People, well, why would you go to Texas? Well, you're in California. Why would you go to Texas? Why would you go to Frisco? Do they really need churches? Well, you could argue they needed churches based on the growth that was happening. There weren't enough churches for the people here when we moved here. Yeah. And the growing. But but nobody would say that now. If somebody mm-hmm. said, you're, you're going, uh, why would you go to Frisco? If you're going to plant a church in the U.S., why would you go there? There's no need there. People would mm-hmm. now say, oh, no, there's a... 
Um, there are many people um, that don't go to church. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously still the remnants of the Bible Belt, but yeah. culturally, but people don't go to church, people of different religions, people of different mindsets. It's much different than it would have been. So um, yeah. anyway, I'm glad it turned out that way ultimately. Yeah, it's amazing you say that, that you know, the, the hope was to be in a place where people would come to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, now looking back 14 years ago. Oh my ago, goodness. I mean, goodness, uh, to, to think about the wisdom of God in leading you yeah. here is pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, that, that's, it feels like, yeah, who would have known that? It yeah. feels like, hey, you know, 40 years ago, somebody said, you want to buy stock in this little company called Apple? And, and <laughs> you kept it for 40 years. That's how we feel landing in North Texas. Yeah. It was like, what a great place to land Yeah, uh, in that uh, it's developed and, the fu- and there's so much future opportunity for oh, ministries. So I look great. forward. There's so much opportunity. And when mm-hmm. I say Frisco, I should say this for our McKinney Little Elm yeah, and yeah, yeah, the yeah. Colony and Plano and Prosper listeners. Um, obviously I use that as, uh, a shorthand for this whole North Texas area. We yeah. happen to be in Frisco, but obviously we have small groups in, um, yeah. other, other cities and plenty of people mm-hmm. in these other areas. And yeah. some of them are growing like crazy too, especially North of us. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, it, it, it's been a great experience. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. incredible. Oh, those are good questions. Let me ask you one last question, then we'll, we'll wrap up. Um, if you could speak to yourself 14 years ago now about ministry here about planting a church here. Yeah. There's people like skipping down the hallway. They're really happy. They're hearing what God has done here in grace church. This is the loudest background noise podcast (laughs) we've ever done. There was the rain. There's people in the hallway. I don't know. We've had, we've had bands playing in the other room before. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So if you could say anything to yourself 14 years ago, encouragement, you know, with kind of the insight that you have now about, uh, coming to Frisco and what it's been like over the last 14 years, what would you say? Wow. Okay. That is a deep question. This is why you're the director of communications because you (laughs) interview like none other. I just tapped into my NPR, my inner NPR. Did you really? That's (laughs) amazing. Um, more like I tapped into my inner how I built this. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, I think what I would probably say is uh, just remember God is faithful and always with you. Because I've just shared some highlights. And maybe this is for a different podcast because we're probably already over time. But we've had some bumps along mm-hmm. the road. I've personally had bumps. Uh, our our uh, church has had bumps. Um, there was a season in the life of our church where we had a lot of people leave, including um, n- numbers of members of the original church planting team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that was heartbreaking, mm. I, I'm sure, for them and for us, yeah. um, especially for folks to, re- uh, you know, perhaps some of them move and relocate yeah. for a church plant. Things don't turn out as you anticipate. Right. And then you uh, end up, you know, feeling like you should go somewhere else. Um so there were times that have been challenging and difficult. We've had, um, you know, pe- walking with people through hard personal things in their own mm. lives. You know, that happens yeah. anywhere you are. But just, you know, you come church plan, everything's rosy and great. And then you realize, oh, wow, well, we're going to bury some people and some people are going to get divorced and some yeah. 
folks' lives aren't going to turn out as they anticipate, and some people are going to have financial challenges, and some people are going to chronically suffer with undiagnosed illnesses, and some, you know, you just go down the list of life. What's what happens in life, and so that's not in the church planting prospectus. Everybody's not saying, hey, here's all the stuff that'll happen on the plant. It's it's all about the good things, you know, uh, the the happy moments. So I would just have told myself, and I knew this, I had pastored before coming here, but it's a good reminder that God is faithful and just try to preach the gospel, try Mm. to apply grace in our lives, try to be faithful, stick together and uh, trust the Lord and realize that there's going to be challenges and suffering individually uh, for me, for everyone, for every member of our church. Yeah. Uh, and for the, the body as a whole, there are seasons of transition and difficulty. And uh, I think we would, I would just tell myself, remember the Lord's in it all and uh, he's working in uh, good times, bad. And, you know, like Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything. There's a yeah. time to plant. There's a time to, well, there's a time to build. There's a time to tear down or tear up or how, I forget the exact quote, but, you know, there's, there's a time for everything. And, and that's yeah. the Lord's in it all. So that's just good to remember, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, so. Man, I mean, just hearing you talk about that, it, it's it makes it even more so. I mean, I've only been around for almost four years. Yes. So that means that the church was here for ten years prior to me yeah. even how showing did, up. How and, did we make it? How did we do without you? That's what I've been wondering. That's <laughs> Were actually you my last question. <laughs> <laughs> my last question is: Just tell me, how did the first decade? How did you pull it off without me? Oh, oh my, my goodness, good. that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, uh, no, well, I just actually, thinking of those were our best years. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> oh man. No, no. Just getting to celebrate on Sunday and just uh, getting to come together for 14 years is is really special, and especially now, just getting to hear more about the background to the last 14 years. Well, it's just fun. really cool. So that's fun. Thanks for sharing, and uh, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to talk about this more in another podcast. We'll do it Maybe another that'd be time. great. So cool. Hey, well, can I share an idea? You can share an idea. Have we ever shared? We always share the number to text in. Yes. Have we ever shared? I know we shared one time for that contest, for a contest we Mm -hmm. did. We don't have anything to give away today. No, we don't. But that was fun. Yeah. Uh, But can people like, maybe we do reader mail at some point. This is all live. I mean, somebody can email something in because occasionally somebody will make a comment to me or say something. I think that'd be fun to share that on the podcast. Yeah. So what do you think if if somebody wanted to send in a thought, a recommendation, a uh, a critique, a review, some some way that this is the highlight of their week or the low point of their week? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if it's your low point, just don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> but where would they need to send those thoughts, recommendations, etc.? Yeah, the email is podcast at gracechurchfrisco.org. So feel free. I, I like that idea. I would love to hear some uh, some thoughts beyond just like a, a quick question. But if someone had the time and they wanted to yeah. write out maybe something a little bit more, a- anything they want to share. Yeah, anything at all. I mean, especially. And I'm I'm just going to say this for your benefit, Craig. But we all know how much uh, Craig loves Star Wars. So if oh, it has please. something to do with that, definitely please. send it in. I- uh, I'm not anti. I just never got on the, the bandwagon. I have no idea. That has become one of the funniest things to me about you. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why. I, I'm just not into it. But, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm still an okay person. I think it's you're just, judging me because of. I think it's just your your obstinate, straight faced indifference to it that is so entertaining to me. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad because you can don't hate it. I, I feel like it'd be easier if or I not easier. If I was it, a hater, it'd be it, easier. It'd be less interesting if you hate it. It's yeah. it's so intriguing to me that you just have no interest. You don't care if if That's any fine, if any 
person in Star Wars you walked in the room, it just would mean nothing to me. Really? Yeah. You we have say, an empty chair. We have an <laughs> empty true. chair. Anyone and if could. they sat there, I w- it would not matter. Wow. I would just, I mean, I'd, I'd rather talk to you. Really? Yeah. It's you amazing. Or, All right. Well, I appreciate that. I'd rather talk to you or Kanye. <laughs> or Kanye. We'll talk about him next week. <laughs> yes, we will. I did have some thoughts about him, but it's, we've gone over. We'll tell yeah, we will. another time. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Again, that email is podcast at gracechurchfrisco.org. And then the text in question. Uh, number for you to text in your questions uh, related to the sermon is 469-573-2920. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Craig. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.